What up, Fantasy Kingdom? It's your boy, Peas. We're at the Fantasy Kings Podcast. Here with my co-host, Kalito. Say what up, Kali. What up, my man? How you doing, Peasy? Doing great, doing great. We're back at it again. Back on the track with our Kings and Jokers list. This episode, we're talking about wide receivers. You love them, you love them, or do you? That's what we're about to find out. What do you got? What are your initial thoughts, Kali? I hate to love them, but you know what? It's my favorite strategy here. So I like to go after some high flyers. Get those kings that are going to save you. Um, they're going to win it for you. They're going to do everything for you. And I'm going to start with an easy pick for me. Uh, with my first king of the draft, it's going to be Jamar Chase. He's going as wide receiver number two. Um, for me, I think he's going to be wide receiver one. Everyone else are probably going with someone else, but um, you know the Bengals' offense. Joe Joey B. I know he did get hurt, uh, but Jamar Chase. The guy was in the top 10 wide receiver last year, and he missed five games. So this year, I, T. Higgins there. There's no one who's going to double-team Jamar Chase because uh, T. Higgins is that good. They also have Tyler Boyd. Uh, but I think Jamar Chase has the rapport. I think he has the name. I think he's going to get the targets. He's going to get peppered with love. I'm okay spending money. It sucks that you're going to have to pay a good portion, of, you know, 25 to 30% with him potentially on your budget. But um, he's wide receiver too for me. Um, as far as ADP, and I'd rightfully take him right away. So I'm okay with that. Well, you are the expert when it comes to getting peppered by love, but um, for me, and this is going to sound like a homer pick because I'm a Chiefs fan, but I honestly have Jamar Chase as a joker. Let me sell it to you. So if you're spending that kind of draft capital to get him, anyone you spend that much capital on, you want them to be number one in their in their positional group, right? And that's why he's a joker for me, because I don't think he will be wide receiver one. Do I think he's going to be top five? Yeah, but maybe, you know, worse top ten. But for that much draft capital, especially in an auction draft, I'd rather go get Cooper Cup, and I'd rather go get Justin Jefferson, obviously, who's going. Those are the, those are the guys around him at one and three, right? And there's some Tyreek Hill in there, but Tyreek Hill has the same problems, because the reason Chase, I don't feel like, has number one wide receiver overall upside is because of Higgins and because of Boyd and because Mixon's back, right? They're, you know, they've got a great offense. Joey Burrow's probably the second best quarterback in the league, but, you know, it's one that he's going to spread the ball around, right? They are going to double team Chase and let Higgins run free. So that's why Chase is a joker for me. Not He's not like a super joker where he's going to finish at wide receiver 35. That's not going to happen. But if I'm spending that much capital, I'm not. I'm going to go get one of those guys who isn't, who doesn't have the second best wide receiver two with him. Like I think we can all agree that T. Higgins is the best wide receiver two in the National Football League. Yeah, he's he's solid, and I can't argue that. Uh, but I can argue him not getting double teams, and T. Higgins is going to get his love. I'm all about Jamar Chase is a king in my wide receiver. You know that I'm going to target. The next guy I'm going to target um, is the wide receiver eight. Coming off draft boards is Devontae Adams. Um, I love getting to talk about him. You know, I'm a Bears fan. I hated him forever. He shredded us. He's a king for me. I'm going to target him. He's wide receiver eight. I'm happy spending money with him. I don't think he's going anywhere. Um, I think because, you know, they lost, you know, Derek Carr. Who's Derek Carr? I mean, I guess he's okay. No one's drafting him, really. Um, 
but I think Devontae Adams is a king. He's going to be studded. I think he's going to be peppered, force-fed, if you will. Um, and I think you will you know, get somewhat. Uh, you'll have to pay for it. But I'm okay if he ends up being your wide receiver one, no problem. I'm about to end this man's whole career. So, <laughs> uh, for me, Adams is a joker. I'm sorry. And, again, this isn't me being a homer. This is about analysis. So, what is Devontae Adams best at? The deep ball. Right, he he's gonna run a fly, he's gonna hit him, boom. We saw it a lot of times with him last year with Derek Carr. So his quarterback is now Jimmy G. Okay. Jimmy G over the last three years has completed sixty-one deep passes over the last three seasons. And that's passes over twenty yards. In the last three seasons, Jimmy G has four touchdowns that have traveled over twenty yards. Jimmy G is the master of dinking and dunking with a lot of weapons. Josh Jacobs hasn't signed yet. Darren Waller's gone. Devontae Adams is the only weapon. So he is a joker for me, and I he's someone I am staying away from. I Plus, mean, he pushed some guy innocently at the Chiefs game last year. Uh, hey, he's resolved of that. I mean, the situation's behind him, but you did say that they have no one but him, so he's a true number one for me. I'm happy to take him. Um, who, who do you have as a king? All right, so my king is going to be the sun god, Amon Ross St. Brown. He's coming in at wide receiver number nine right now, and honestly, he's got wide receiver one upside. You know, Jared Goff is no slouch. Like, he had a great year last year. They retained their offensive coordinator. He had a great year last year. And, I mean, I think, I think the Detroit offense, I'm going to be getting a lot of shares of the Detroit offense and so all starts with Amon Ross St. Brown. He's primed for another great season, another year in that system. I think it's going to make all the difference. I can honestly see Amon Ross finishing at wide receiver one. You know, it's great because you sound intelligent and I'm going to agree with you there. Everything you said uh, was just spitting facts. I mean, he finished last year as wide receiver seven. This is his third year in the league. He's only got better. He's going to have more time uh, with Jared Goff. I think that offense is going to be good. Do I think that they're going to you know, get to the Super Bowl good? I don't know, but I think they're going to be scoring points. And Absolutely. I'm definitely, gonna, I'm definitely going to be on that train with you. They're going to be scoring points, so I'm looking to get as many shares. Um, you know, I did reference earlier when we were talking about running backs. There's one guy that you know I wasn't high on, but I know that they're still going to be throwing. So I'm going to agree with you. He's a king. He's a stud. If you can get him as your wide receiver one, I'm happy to pay. Perfect. All right. Now, another king that I've got is going to be Chris Olave. And again, the reason for Chris Olave, he had an excellent rookie season with utter nonsense at quarterback. The Saints were, I mean, <laughs> they had Jameis out there calling plays that don't exist. Then he gets hurt. I mean, he was just a, you know, Taysom Hill. I mean, there was a lot going on. And Olave was still putting up numbers. Now, with Derek Carr there, I do have evidence of Derek Carr supporting a top 10 wide receiver more than once. Derek Carr is a solid quarterback, and I really think Chris Olave is going to have an opportunity to shine. I don't think he has wide receiver one upside. He's Right now, he's at wide receiver 12, but I do think he could finish top five, top six, no problem, because he will be getting peppered with targets. I'm going to have to agree with you there. I mean, if you're saying he's wide receiver 12, then that means he's a wide receiver one on someone's team, which I don't believe. Um, so I, you disagree? You think yeah, he's a I, I do disagree. I think he's a joker there. Thank you for correcting me there. Um, is he good? Yes. 
is he going to get some love and some uh, attention from uh, Derek Carr? Yes. But you know what? I'm going to take a wild take here. I think Michael Thomas has just pissed people off for years. You know, he's like the guy who just gets yeah. injured. <laughs> and I think when people are down on him, I think he's going to show up this year. So I think uh, there's going to be some games where Chris Olave might just go off, but I think he's going to have more games where he's just you know kind of average and not worth the price, especially if he's going as wide receiver 12. Um, he's a joker to me because I would downgrade him to you know maybe the 20s. Um, so um, he's a joker to me. But uh, you know, which transition to someone who I think is going to be a king? Um, I'll just stay on that subject. The guys that I'm high on is Amari Cooper. I was high on his quarterback with Deshaun Watson. I think this year is going to be a lot better. It's going to be more consistent. I think people are a little bit sleeping on the Browns. You know, people think that. Oh it's, no, who would sleep on the Browns? Uh, whatever. But the Ravens, the Steelers. I don't think uh, you know the Bengals. Those guys are getting the more you know love as far as being talked about. I think the the Browns have a solid chance to to win that division or at least contend for the division title. That's a stacked division. Um, and Amari Cooper finishes wide receiver 10 last year with Jacoby Brissett. Yep. So what does that mean? That means he's going to get peppered. He should be around that, and he's not going that much. He's wide receiver 14, so I think the price is going to be a king for you. Gotcha. Well, I hate to disagree with you, and so this time I'm actually not going to because I'm with you right now. Amari Cooper is like the most unheralded wide receiver one in the history of the game. And he's going at wide receiver 14 right now, which is an absolute steal. He's going to be a king. He, you know, he just he just puts up numbers. Like he does. does he's kind of like a cockroach, right? He can't kill that guy. He's always going to get numbers no matter who's the quarterback. So I actually do trust him. Um, so yeah, he's he's going to be a king for me. Uh, love Amari Cooper, especially since he's not on the Cowboys. He's just been good and had <laughs> to throw, throw a little dig out there. But you know, I'm excited for him. I think he's a good guy to target. So I'm happy to get him as far as shares. All right. Well, that's going to do it for our wide receiver episode. Colin, any last thoughts? Um, no, but it's good to have a couple, uh, you know, agreements there um, on some of our uh, people to, uh, you know, target. Any last thoughts? No, but let me tell you some last thoughts. <laughs> so that's our boy. That's why we love Collie. And always, hey, thanks for joining us on the Fantasy Kings podcast. And remember, when you play fantasy, you play for the crown. Catch you on the next one. listen to this episode of fantasy football kings you can always reach out to us on twitter at ffb underscore kings or like and subscribe to our youtube channel we're available wherever you get podcasts so don't forget to download subscribe review and rate five stars